Oh, geez. <clears throat> What's going on, everybody? Excuse me. And I apologize again because I'm doing this from the car because I've had a real busy day today and um, I didn't get to take a little bit of time out of my busy work schedule to drop a, a line here and see what's what's going on and say what's up. So, yeah. Um, hope everybody's doing good. Things are good, you know, with me. Um, unfortunately, we are house shopping again because the deal fell through with the current house that we were going to move in on. Um, <clears throat> so, you know, which I was upset about. I was pretty pissed, and in some ways I'm still kind of shitty about it. But, um, you know, we I checked out a few spots today, um, three, three different ones, actually. And the one that I really like the most doesn't look like I'm, we're going to get just because it's at the top of our budget and they've already got offers that they're holding and considering. So most likely the only way that we would be able to get the house is if we paid over asking for it, which, you know, I don't want to do that. Even if our loan would be able to cover the majority of it, I just, I don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? So we did find another one though. That is nice, has all the adequate bedrooms that we would need to be able to house all these fucking maniac kids that we have. And then, um, you know, uh, the other side of it being is this house is closer to work for everybody. Um, it's about 15 minutes from work for me. No, 15 or 20, well, 15. And in current condition, if the girls go to the school that they're still going to go, that they're signed up for right now, it's going to be about a 20-ish minute drive, 25-minute drive for them. It's going to be a little tough, you know, but we're thinking that they're probably going to go to a different school because it's got availability and they're hiring right now. So I think my wife is trying to get it in with them at the moment to see what can be done about it, you know. I, I don't know for certain really what's going on with that. We'll talk about it later on, you know, I'm, I'm sure. Um, you know, so um, we put an offer in on it. It's got, like I said, it's got a great backyard. That's the number one selling feature about the house. Um, it's a, you know, two story. So ground floor, then a first floor um, above that. Um, or, you know, first floor, second floor, depending on what part of the world you're from. And, um, the downstairs, the first level, has been heavily updated and renovated. New countertops, new backsplash, new appliances. The floors look newer, new paint. Upstairs, I think, has been painted, but it is still looks kind of old. Carpet's a little bit older, which I'm not the biggest fan of, but the number one thing that kind of makes me upset about it, you know, um, is that the, so the master suite is a decent size bedroom. It's not as big as what we've got right now. It's a decent size bedroom. Um, but the bathroom is a little small. Um, and the, but the closet is way small. You know, to be fair, the closet that we would have if it was the actual typical closet that we have currently is way small as well. It's super tiny. It's just not, that's not it. 
Um, and the, uh, but this one is, you know, is, is small and we'll have to figure something like something out with it. The, uh, um, shower is you know, super outdated because it's old. It's a house that was built in the nineties. Um, so the shower is like an old sliding door, you know, fogged glass, but it's actually plastic kind of deal. So that, you know, kind of sucks. The biggest thing, the biggest turnoff about it, which can be changed, and that's we're kind of going into it thinking that. The biggest thing about it that I don't like is that the, the master bedroom has brown carpet. Or not brown carpet, has red, maroon red carpet. So it's dark as fuck. And I don't know what, what the deal was with older houses, why places did that. Dark fucking carpet, it's the grossest shit ever. For the longest time, my grandparents had, uh, they had green carpet, I remember, like forest green carpet, super dark. Never liked it. But they, you know, they upgraded, so it is what it is. But it's a nice it's a nice place. It's a nice house. It's going to serve our purpose. It checks all the boxes. It's got, you know, things in it are updated. It's in very good shape. The roof is about 10 years old, but the thing about it is that the roof is, like I said, 10 years old. So that means it was built after 2010, which means that there's no reason to believe if it was built well, which we'll find out during the inspection, um, if it was built well, the roof should last another 10 years at least before we've got to redo it. You know what I'm saying? 10, 15 years if we want to stretch it, which is fine. You know, that's totally doable. But it's not, it's not at all what I wanted. Um, I'm, I am definitely settling for it. We are pat, We have passed up two houses that I wanted for it counting the one that we put the initial offer in on and versus the first house that I looked out today looked at today um, so you know it is what it is though we're making a reasonable decision you know that's the biggest thing you know there's a lot of factors that went into us from walking away from the first house um, a lot of factors we were once the, when the inspection was done we found a lot of things with it that weren't listed correctly in the listing and in the seller's disclosure that are a real pain in the ass to me. And I was really annoyed by that. Um, it's also, you know, the heating style, the heating system was very old and inefficient. And um, they, their square footage was way overpriced because they were counting themselves as having more square footage than they actually did. You know, they were originally counting them almost having uh, 4,000 square feet, but a little over 1,500 of it, actually like almost 1,600 of it, could not technically be considered livable space because it didn't have central heat. It wasn't a heated space. So they were way, it was way overpriced. Um, and so just yeah, it wasn't a smart decision. As much as I love that house and everything that it could have potentially offered, it just wasn't smart. So we passed on it. Um, but, you know, this one, this house that we put another offer in on, this other one, it's it. if we get it, 
it will be good for us. It will serve our purpose. And it has to. I can be content with anything. I truly do believe that. I really believe I can be content with anything. Whether or not my wife can is a totally different question. I believe I could do that. So with that being said, you know, I, you know, she seems to be really happy with this place. And I hope that she is. Because I'm not fucking moving again if we buy it. If we, if we don't get it. If we if if we get it, and she doesn't like it, fucking sorry, you're just gonna have to deal with it for the next thirty plus years. Because I'm not doing this shit in twelve or fifteen months like we did. I'm just so tired of it. I'm so worn out by the entire situation. I'm so exhausted by it. I'm ready to be over. I'm glad that we figured everything out and found a place. So we'll see. Um. But yeah, so we'll see what happens. Um, our buyers of our house seem to be really happy with it. The woman came over today and measured up a whole bunch of shit. So it seems like that's going to work out really well for us. We'll see what happens for sure. But yeah, she seems to be happy. Um, Yeah, man. So, oh my God. Basketball. NBA. Could, I mean, what in the Wild West happened? The Celtics pull it off against the Bucks, which I did not think they would be able to do. They got the win there and would go on to play the Heat. A, uh, a rematch from the, the Eastern Conference Finals of the COVID bubble, which should be great because that was an awesome series to watch. A lot of big highlight plays coming out of that. But the real story from yesterday's games is the Mavs and the Suns. I mean, oh my God. Phoenix getting blown out at home in a game seven. I mean, getting blown out. Like it doesn't even do it justice. Luca ran all over them. I mean,. I think that the Mavs went win. I think the Mavs won by 40, maybe more than that. I mean, we're talking Luca had this at halftime, Luca had the same amount of points as the entire Phoenix Suns team. Not the bench, not the starting five, the team. I think when they finished the first half, it was like 60 something to 27. Maybe less than that, maybe 50-something to 27. And Luca had 27 points also. I mean, just blew them out. Left no doubt that they deserve to be in the Western Conference Finals. Now, whether or not the Mavs continue to play that way against the Warriors remains to be seen. A healthy Jordan Poole, a healthy... Clay Thompson, a healthy Steph Curry, a healthy Draymond Green. That's a very tough team to beat. And Luka's got a lot of key pieces to the puzzle to help them, uh, you know, help help the Mavs win. It's not just him. They got some other guys whose names I do not know right now. I'll be honest with you, but they got him. I know that they have him. You know, he's not a one-man show. You can't do it on your own. So, I, like... I just don't know that they've got that kind of firepower. 
you know, I, I don't know that they could put it all together like that. As good as Boston is playing right now, the way that they turned it up against the Bucks, I'm kind of thinking that they're going to come out and they are going to, you know, shock the Heat. Not sweep them. It might, it might even go to seven games. I don't think that they'll beat them in six. They could. I don't think they will. But then again, I also thought that the, you know, the Suns would make an easy entrance into the Western Conference Finals, you know, and that absolutely did not happen, like not even remotely close, you know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, anything could happen, really. It's, it's, you know, we'll see. But I look for the, I look for the Celtics to, to probably pull this off. As much as I really love this Heat team, with Jimmy Butler, you know, leading the way for them. I really love that squad. I just, I don't know. The Celtics are playing really good. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and Al Horford are really putting in work right now, and it's hard to see them losing at this point. They very well could. Again, don't get me wrong. It's just hard to believe. Because they've been close so many times. I think this is probably the year that they do it, honestly. But we'll see what happens. We'll see. Um, yeah, so I think that it's probably going to be Warriors in Boston in the finals. That series should probably be fun to watch because it's, you know, Boston, the classic East Coast matchup against anybody on the Western Conference. And, you know, Boston, last time that they won was over, you know, was 14 years ago, over, over 10 years ago when they won back in 08 with the what I would like to call in today's NBA, you know, the, they had the original big three, you know, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and Kevin Garnett, even though Rondo was a very key piece to that team. And, you know, absolutely helped them, you know, get the win and really bring that series home, you know, still. Everybody remembers it as being that, you know, original big three. So... I look for big things out of this series. You know, I posted something or I commented a thing, uh, you know, a a thread that I saw about the four teams that are left. Who do you have? And like I like I was saying, I don't it's tough to say because, I mean, I I didn't I honestly I didn't think that the Bucks were going to lose the way that they did. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. And and they lost. Um, So it's hard to pick. Right. It's certainly, I did not see the <clears throat> Phoenix getting smashed that way, you know. So who really knows what's going to happen. But uh, I think that the Celtics are going to roll on. Um, I think they're going to beat the Heat, go to the finals. And I think that the Warriors are going to beat the Mavs and go to the finals because I don't think the Mavs have enough firepower to stop them. So I'm looking for Warriors-Celtics in the finals. I do think that the Warriors win. I don't think that the Warriors win easy, but I also don't think it goes seven games. I'm going with Warriors in six for your NBA Finals. Jesus Christ, sorry. Um, So, yeah, that's kind of what my thoughts are now. I'm hoping uh, to be right, to call a little accurately. That, That way it looks like I have any idea what the fuck I'm talking about, which I think would be super cool. And, um, yeah, but we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't know. I mean, 
who can really tell if somebody goes down and gets injured, you know, um, a player goes into a slump at the the wrong time. <clears throat> you really, I mean, it's hard to dig yourself out of, you know, some of the holes that these guys have been put in, these teams have been put in. So God knows what's really going to happen. You know, at the end of the day, you know, you think about team versus team, you got to beat somebody four times. You know, and that means in some cases you got to play them seven and you got to beat them four times. Like my dad always used to say, when it comes to like NFL playoffs, you know, at, <clears throat> we're a Steelers family. Myself, you know, I was born into it. Um, my mom and my dad are both Steelers fans. My stepdad is a Steelers fan. Some of my friends are Steelers fans. It's weird knowing where we're located that there's so many. Steelers fans out here, but anyway, born and bred, I'll rep it till the end, you know, um, unless they do just some outrageous shit that makes me abandon the franchise, you know, but I ain't going to give up on them yet. So anyway, my dad used to say, you know, like if, if in the regular season, back when the Steelers were really doing the damn thing, you know, they go, <clears throat> they go and they beat, uh, let's just say Baltimore. They beat Baltimore twice in a season, and they got to play them in the, in the playoffs, like in the divisional round or in the, you know, in something, something else, I don't know, the AFC championship game or something crazy like that. You know what I'm saying? My dad would be like, yo, you got to watch out for these guys because it's hard to beat the same team three times in a season. It's hard to beat those guys. You know, so it's the same thing with basketball. It's hard for these guys to beat each other four times, not even four times in a row. It's hard to beat them four times. And, you know, you think about it, if when you play a game of seven, a, a, a series of seven games, rather, let's just say if it's unfortunate enough and you get to that game seven, that means that you have six matchups worth of data to be able to pull from. And by that point, if you've got a good coaching staff and you've got, um, you know, trainers and everything are lined up, you know, if your back office is smart enough, they'll have you set up, you know, you'll have a great game plan for how to defend and, and play, you know, off the ball and on the ball, you know, against these teams. So it's tough to beat the same team four games in a row. And, I mean, obviously it has to happen because that's the only way that there's a winner. You know what I'm saying? If it's got to go to 20 overtimes to decide a victor in game seven, that's the way it's going to happen, you know? But it still doesn't make it an easy victory. And there's, like I said, a lot that can happen, you know, and it's no cakewalk. Nobody's going to walk into it. But I'm still – I'm going to stick with my conclusion here. I think that, like I said, I think it's the Warriors in six against the Mavs. I think Luka really cements himself as a top player in the league. Not that I think that there was, you know, a little doubt on it because I think that the best player on every team is a top player in the league because there's only 32 teams. But I also don't think that Luka gets a lot of the props that he really deserves. <clears throat> He's an amazing player, amazing guy to watch. You know, but what he's been doing in these playoffs and the company that he is in with his stats in these playoffs, I mean, we're if, if he continues on the path that he's on right now, um, I mean, we could be watching a living legend right now. We could we could be watching, you know, the birth of a superstar. And yeah, he was amazing. 
when he started, you know, back when he was 18 or 19, whatever it was, when he got drafted. He was good then, but he gets better every year. And, I mean, he is no joke right now, you know. Seriously, he is no joke. So if he continues to progress, we could be watching something special. And I think that these finals playoffs, I think that we're going to see that Luka is the real deal, but he just, as a team, he doesn't have enough to be able to to get, you know, Dallas the, the win. And, you know, that's a good thing that having a guy like Mark Cuban as your owner is so good because he is so invested in the basketball operations of that team, he'll get him the help that he needs. So... Anyway, we'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully, it's a good um, conference final and then, you know, um, league final. Either way, no matter who makes it. But I'm calling it Warriors um, Warriors and Celtics, Warriors in six. That's right. All right, everybody. I think that's really all that I've got for today. Um, and um but yeah let's uh let's hope that we all have a have a good week here and um hopefully i can hear back on you know some of these houses and shit that we're looking at to try to get this shit fucking settled because i'm just so tired of it so yep that's the episode for today thanks for listening catch you guys on the next one there deuces oh hey 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 how's it going don't know if you can tell right now I'm a little nasally, so I apologize. I will also probably cough at some point during this. Oh, my allergies have flared up in the biggest way. And, you know, today is actually, I'm, I'm coming back from it. Today has actually been my best day so far. Um, you know, I'm getting, I'm uh, getting over it, so it's not so bad. Oh, gosh. Hate allergies, though, man. That sucks. Seasonal allergies are just no good. Um, I uh, wish that I could be better about that, but dude, it's like, man, every time I'm good for basically two times a year, you could pretty much guarantee that I'm going to have a problem. Uh, spring and then late fall, like almost winter time. Like I'm talking like Thanksgiving is when it really like kicks in for me, you know? Um, and it's like, you know, uh, severe sinus congestion, uh, you know, uh, super phlegmy cough, you know, breaking shit up and, uh, nosebleeds, crazy amounts of nosebleeds. Uh, and actually I've been very fortunate this, I don't know what you want to call it, an outbreak or something like that. You know, this, uh, flare up, whatever for me this time around has actually not been too bad. Um, it, you know, uh, I've only had one nosebleed this time around and usually I'm good for multiple a day, like two a day guaranteed. If I have one, it's been a great day. If I have none, it's because it's either too early, you know, to consider myself to have allergies or it, I'm over it already. So yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of where we're at right now, but you know, Hey, whatever basketball though man let me tell you so i was kind of i was kind of shook up a little bit at first i'm not gonna lie to you you know tuesday when uh the heat beat the uh beat the celtics you know jimmy butler went off um i was very surprised i was like oh shit 
And maybe the Heat are going to really make a series out of this because playoff Jimmy Butler is a different dude, and he's really turning it up. Playoff Jimmy Butler is like is what playoff Paul George wishes he was. I guess what everybody says, right? Playoff Paul, that's like what he goes by. Playoff PG, you know. Uh, and then, you know, he like didn't show up last year or, or whenever that was in the bubble or last year, whenever. Yeah, no, Jimmy Butler's that dude in the playoffs. So I was a little shook up. I was like, oh, my God, dude, I'm going to call this one wrong, too. But then the Celtics come back last night, game two in Miami, and blow the heat out, one by almost 30 points, I think. Um, I mean, crazy. And then um, what was the other thing, too? I mean, now I'm thinking about it like, like they got to go back to Boston. So you get blown out at home like that. Now the Heat have to travel to Boston and play two games up there before they come back to Miami. I mean, I'm thinking, I don't think, I'll be very surprised if the Heat get a win. I think it'll take somebody getting hurt on the Boston uh, Celtics team for them to be able to get a win in Boston. I just don't see it happening for them. So that's kind of the way I look at it. I see them going up there. Boston gets three in a row off of them from the win of Miami and two in Boston. They go back to Miami for game five. It wouldn't surprise me if Miami wins just for the sake of them not losing in front of their hometown. But honestly, I could, I think that Boston takes either five or six either way. I think the series is over in six just because I don't see Miami winning one on the road. I don't, don't feel like that's going to happen. Could be wrong. I didn't think that they would, I didn't think Boston would lose game one. I figured the Celtics would, would, um, figured the Celtics would really show out. But, you know, Jimmy Butler is fucking Jimmy Butler, dude. What are you going to do? Um, you know, and then the Warriors, of course, doing what they do. I knew that they would beat the Mavs because the Mavs just don't have enough firepower to be able to go against them. Because at the end of the day, it, even if you're like defensively a better team, you still got to be able to outshoot them. You know what I'm saying? Even if you are defensively a better team than uh, the Warriors, which the Mavs very well could be, they might be able to guard a little bit better uh, and get rebounds. You know, you still have to be able to outshoot them. You got to be able to outscore them. And when you've got Steph Curry and Klay Thompson on the same team starting at the same time, there's not, there's too much floor to cover to be able to guard them, you know, because you got to double team Steph Curry, right? Especially because you don't want him to get hot. He's lethal enough when he's not hitting. He's, you know, because if he has a bad shooting night and a bad shooting night for him means like, oh, I only dropped 20 points tonight, you know, which is a great game for other people. You know, if he has a bad shooting night, He's still a good passer. He's still a good ball handler. He could still run the floor. You know, he is a point guard after all. So it that it doesn't mean that it's over just just because, you know. Um so it's like it it's still you got to double team him really no matter what. And then what are you going to do? Are you going to double team Clay Thompson? So you're going to double, you're going to put four guys, four of your guys on two of the other team's best players, and you're going to leave one for the other three. 
that that doesn't make sense. You're not going to do that. That's a waste of a game plan right there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I mean, there's just there's no way that they would be able to defend well enough to limit what Golden State is capable of. So, maybe maybe Golden State gives up one game when they go to Dallas. Maybe they do. I I, I don't see it happening, but maybe they do. But like Luca would just have to go like he would have to go like Hallelujah God mode and drop like fifty. I think. I mean, it would have to just be like a triple double. It would have to be like a fifty point triple double like clinic for him to for them to win that game. Uh, that's honestly that's uh, there's no other way around it in my mind. Um. So yeah, and then uh, I think that like I said before that they go in Boston and the Warriors into the finals. And I think the Warriors take it and that's it. Boom. So we'll see the Boston and the heat series definitely seems to be more interesting, but I think after the performance last night, I don't know. I, I don't, I think that that, I think that's really the tale of how this is going to go and how this would, would have been, you know, from the beginning. Um, saw a news story just before starting this, I was scrolling over on my phone and saw a news story um, on Reddit that Elon Musk exposed himself to a flight attendant on a private plane, which I thought was hilarious because, I mean, hey, look, honestly, good for Elon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Good for him, dude. You really is. I mean, come on, man. And good for that flight attendant, too. How Honestly. I mean, honestly, whether you want to see it or not, how many people are out there can say that they've seen a billionaire's dick? How many can say it? I mean, seriously, you can't because it, there's, all, there's not so many of them. There's, I mean, a hundred and something, 200 maybe in a world full of 7 billion people. So, I mean, hey, add that to the resume, bitch. He thought you were worth the risk. And it's not like he's tied down by anything. So, like, he's not cheating on his wife or whatever, although, you know, him and that chick Grimes did have another kid. I don't know what's going on there, though. It's so weird. She, she is so weird. And, uh, and uh, we're not even going to act like Elon Musk is a normal human being. So d don't act like I'm not counting him in that weirdness conversation. Like, I'm, I'm no, no way. I mean, he might not even be human, okay? Let's just go ahead and get that out of the way right now. He might not even be a real human being. So, um, yeah. So, like, anyway, like I was saying, good for them, man. Good for both of them. Yeah, and you know what? I, uh, I hope that he comes out and makes a statement about it and was like, yeah, I showed it to her. And then we, and then we, uh, we fucked, you know? I hope that that's how that story goes, honestly. Because you know what? I, I hope he piped her down. And, and I hope that she's proud of it. Because, again, how many people can say they fucked a billionaire? Not a lot, because there ain't that many of them. Not a lot. If every billionaire has banged more than two people, number one, that would be surprising. And number two, that would still be less than a 1,000 people. So, you know, come on. I think you got, you're in small company right there. We're talking about, you know, like... We're talking about like the 99.99999 percentile right now. You know, you're, you're elite. You're laying skills, so to speak. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. 
Dude, I know I keep seeing these videos. My buddy sent me this one the other day. This guy's like in Miami and he's interviewing people and he asked these two dudes, like, what would you say to Joe Biden if he was here with you right now? And it's like this real, like, I mean, the dude was wearing like a white V-neck, some, you know, does it look like some kind of designer jeans and cowboy boots, you know? And he, he was like, he was like, Joe Biden, you a bitch. You want me to tell you why? And he said, man, gas too high, food high. I mean, dude, I was rolling, bro. That shit was hilarious. That guy was talking. He said, Joe Biden, you a hoe. I'm going to tell you like that. I was crying, dude. The guy's accent, the way that he was saying it was killing me. He wasn't even saying gas. He was just saying gas. Gas high, food high. What did he say? He said, man, I'm, I ain't got time for all that extra ass shit. Man, I'm in Miami. I got to put $100 in a Camaro. Oh, my God, dude. I was losing it. I showed it, to, I showed it to a guy at work. I was like, hell yeah, dude. Out there living hard in Miami. He was holding like a Gucci bag. I was like, oh, my God. This dude's out here complaining. He just bought. He just probably bought a $1,000 wallet. He's over here talking about, man, I can't put no $145 in my car. Oh, shit, dude. That's fucking hilarious. Hey, man, gas is high, though, shit. It, got, it went down for a little bit. Where I'm at right now is not even the worst in the country. Here in my part of Kentucky, it's like 4.30 a gallon, you know? I mean, shit, dude, I was getting shitty when it was $3, like, last year. I was not excited about that. And then, I mean, it was three ninety nine out here for, like, a month. And then one day, I swear to God, I just, I was on the way home and I look up and I'm seeing fucking 428, 429. Like, damn, bro, you're out of your fucking mind, dude. But like, also, what are you going to do? Not get gas? That's the worst part. That's like, you know, the government and the oil industry has like the world in a chokehold. Because what are we going to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, electronic cars like our electric cars okay yeah sure you could say that but at the same time like okay number one like those electric cars are not being made purely with electricity and then number two like that electricity has to be generated somewhere you know like it's got to come from somewhere and the entire world can't just jump ship and convert to it overnight just to shut down gas prices that ain't gonna work People don't have that kind of money, you know? I mean, a Model 3 Tesla isn't that expensive, but it also ain't that cheap, you know? Most people, on average, don't have the cash to go out and buy one, and they don't have the credit to be able to go out and get financed well enough to be able to reasonably afford it. I mean, hell, I'm just now really in the position of my life where I can reasonably afford shit. But you know what? I, I, I used it as much as I want a newer car, especially something like that. I would rather have a, 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 a house, a different house. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm driving a beater. And you know what? I'm putting fucking $4.30 a gallon worth of gas into my car. And I'm not happy about it. I'll tell you what, though, it's really bad on my wife. So my wife drives a Nissan NV. I don't know if you know what that is. You can Google it. Uh, but it's a basically it's a fucking tank. We call it the bus. So it's a 12-passenger van. It's an NV 3500 SL. Uh, is it an SL or an SV? Shit, I can never remember that. 
either way, 2020 Nissan 3500. I can't remember what the last thing is, but it's an it's either an SL or an SV. Dude, we we did it up and put a roof rack on it, put a ladder on it. It looks cool as shit. It's a fucking tank. It sits high off the ground, like you know, like an F two fifty or like a Dodge twenty five hundred or like a Chevy twenty five hundred. It sits high off the ground, like higher than a regular pickup, and um, it's a four by four, all wheel all wheel drive, um, and it's got like big tires on it, and it's gas. It's not diesel, which diesel is even fucking higher, but. I think that the I think that the diesel mileage might be better than the gas mileage, honestly, if it had the diesel engine in it. Um, but yeah, dude, that's like a twenty gallon tank, twenty two gallon tank on hers. So like when we have to fill that thing up, dude, it's like a hundred dollars, like a a little less than that to to fill it up. And I mean, right now where we live versus where she works is it's like a 35 minute drive to work for her one way and yeah man so we fill that thing up like twice a week because it's our it's also it's our family vehicle because it's the only thing big enough for me her and our four kids you know so like where if we're going somewhere we have to take that there is no other option and we had talked about getting a smaller vehicle for her just because she has complained lately about being tired of driving something that, that that's that size. She wanted to go to a smaller vehicle uh, just because it's easier to park and it's easier to maneuver through cities, things of that nature, which is fair. I mean, I understand that. I totally get it. Um, but, you know, it would mean that we would absolutely have to take two vehicles everywhere that we went. And so it's like at that point, okay, well, you're not saving gas anymore. If we have to take two vehicles, if we're going to go somewhere as a family and we have to take two vehicles to get there, the gas argument goes right out the window. So we're speaking specifically about it being easy to park, which is still like easy to travel, easy to maneuver and easy to park is still like a viable explanation or complaint. I totally get it. But for the cost side of it, I mean the the payment for it is not is not that great honestly if we we need we should refinance it because we could save like a couple hundred bucks i'm sure but if we refinance it and got the payment down that would also help because if we get a new vehicle like if we switched it out and we got her a different car like i said the gas argument goes out the door and then you still have the high vehicle payment or high ish you know as i mean it's like it's not terrible it's like 500 bucks you know so um like you know it's it could be better like i said refinancing it because we don't owe that much on it uh anymore because we bought it for really cheap and then because of the chip shortage issue with automotive um and all the other fucking supply chain shortages um fucking resale value for that thing went through the roof especially because nissan quit making it 2020 was the last year that they built any of them uh, so like model year 21, I think. And uh, so like when we bought it, it was like we bought it in 2021. So we bought it last May. Um, actually, this Saturday will be exactly a year that we've owned it. Um, crazy to think about that. But we bought it last year. It was a 2020 model year 
Um, so it was built in 19 uh, with 17,000 miles on it. And we bought it for like 33. And right now, <coughs> excuse me, shit. There's that first cough. Um, right now, older model year, more mileage vehicles, like same, same vehicle, but you know, older model year and more miles are selling for like 45. And I think that we only owe like 16 on it or something, you know, we don't owe like a whole lot more. We don't owe like a whole lot on it because we did a trade in and cash down to get it. So our, we weren't really never, ever paying a whole lot. Um, but yeah, like we could flip it and we, we, we could sell it and we could make money on it and then either pocket that money or have a hell of a down payment towards another vehicle, which would help the payment side. You know, again, um, like your payment might not be great for getting a brand new vehicle, but at the same time, like it wouldn't be terrible either. Like then your gas argument goes out because again, we're talking about having to have two vehicles. Even if she got a good size SUV, you know, like if she got like a, a what do you call it? A Tahoe or a Sequoia or, <clears throat> you know, like an expedition or something like a big full size SUV, three rows, you know, whatever, like a, a Wagoneer or something like that. Like, I think the Wagoneer L has like seven row seating or seven row. Fuck me has uh, seven passenger seating. Uh, like it would have to be something like that though, that we would have to get otherwise. And like, cause at that point where we stand right now, we'd be able to make it with the four kids, but she's pregnant. So that means at the end of this year, there's number five right there. So that either means that we go, we fill up, fill the whole thing up or like we give somebody a buffer and we drive separate. But for the rest of this year, basically the rest of this year, we'd be able to all ride together in it and it would be tight, but we could do it. You know what I'm saying? Fuck. I hate the idea of getting a new vehicle though. Honestly, just because man, fucking kids trash everything, dude. I hate it, man. That's honestly, that's the number one thing that I don't like about having kids, man. The, like all the stuff that comes with them, the inconvenience of like the timing, being sick, school schedules, that stuff doesn't bother me because that's just like, if it, if it wouldn't be them, it could be me or it could be her or something like that. The biggest thing that kills me is, man, like kids just don't know how to treat shit. And it's just because all my kids are toddlers. So like literally they just don't know. Like some stuff we've told them, like, you got to be careful. Like, you know, like my wife's iPad, like, hey, don't fuck with this. Like this isn't yours. And for the most part, we put it away, you know, but like their toys and stuff, because when they're babies, everything that you get them is like made tough and indestructible because babies don't know. And so then they grow with that. So you have to teach them out of that. And that's a big learning curve because their whole life up to that point, which is not very long, but when it's all, you know, it's all, you know, but the whole thing has just been, I can do whatever the fuck that I want to this and it's going to work. So they're just fucking brutal and hard on everything and they destroy everything and they're messy as hell. That really is the, that's the downside. That's the biggest negative, you know? I love everything else about, about my kids, but man, I wish they were fucking cleaner. 
Because I'm not the cleanest person ever, but God damn, I ain't that messy. I mean, fuck, dude. Some of the shit that they do, the messes that they make, oh my God, it's the worst. Like, they just crumbs just appear. It's like, how, what? How did that even happen? And like, you know, if I'm eating like some tortilla chips or something and I drop one and step on it, you know, it, it crumbles up a little bit, yeah. But like when they do it, it's like it just disintegrates. It turns into that dust that fucking when Thanos snapped his fingers and everybody just missed it away, it turns into fucking particles like that when they do it. And I'm like, how the fuck did you guys do this? And uh, yeah, it's it's a nightmare. I don't know. All right. Yeah. But anyway, um, I'm going to make this one kind of quick because I got to get back to work. So, um, yeah, it's going to be it. Looking forward to the game tonight. Game two, Warriors Mavs. I look for the Warriors to beat their ass again. You know, no disrespect to the Mavs because I like Luka and I like that team a lot. I like Mark Cuban, but I just don't think that they've got it. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens, though. You never know. Uh, All right. Um, might be working tomorrow, might be able to shoot you guys one there as well. Um, if, uh, if I am, you know, cause there's n- probably not a lot of people will be here, but we'll see what happens. So, all right, we'll catch you guys next time. Um, thanks deuces.